Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. I'm so glad you're on today. I'm excited about this talk because it's going to touch a nerve with so many dental assistants. And I want to introduce you all to a dear friend uh, that I just met in person recently at the Speaking Consulting Network meeting in Nashville, Tennessee, and that's Dr. Avi Patel. Dr. Patel, how are you, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing so good, and I'm, I'm really thankful that you're on today, and I'm thankful that we get to talk about this topic uh, because I know it was shocking to you when you first learned about it, and yet I know there's so many assistants out there that have a been there, done that mentality about it, unfortunately. But before we get into all of that, I want people to know how awesome you are. So would you just take a moment and introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, I'm a, so I'm a dentist. I, I practice part-time, and I spend the rest of my time uh, basically creating online content. It's focused around clear aligners. I have a, a online clear aligner training program that I've created. And, you know, it's ideally for dentists, but in the program itself, I teach dentists how to empower their team. I provide resources for the entire team. So everywhere from your assistants, hygienists, office managers, um, everything that they need to be successful with it. Because I found that with anything in dentistry, you're not going to be successful unless you have your team involved and bought in. So I learned that firsthand. And um, that's one of the big focal points that I have in the program itself is educating dentists, not only about this procedure, but also how to get everybody involved and make it very clear as to what is expected for, for this to be successful. You know, here at Dental System Nation, we are all about empowerment and education. So man, you're speaking our language. And uh, it's, it's so great to have you on. I knew of you before I actually met you, obviously through Instagram, you've built quite a following there. Uh, but, and that's why I wanted to have you on today because you told me a story in Nashville about an Instagram post that you made that went mm -hmm. viral that surprised you. And I'm just wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing that story with our listeners. Yeah. So basically the, uh, the post was, I think I was just at a coffee shop, whipped open my phone. And just kind of started sharing my thoughts. I've been doing that a lot recently. And, um, you know, something that came to mind was I just, so I've worked in 11 offices and I've been a dentist for five years. So that's a lot of experience in a short amount of time. That's also a lot of perspective. So I've worked with countless assistants um, over the years and, you know, I have seen a lot and I've, being a younger dentist, like I'm super grateful for assistants because I know what it's like to not have one, right? I've been in that situation before and I know what it's like to have a good one and I know what it's like to have a not so good one. Um, but, you know, I always realize that it it, the, it starts and ends with me. And um, something that I've just been kind of just the way I was raised is to treat other people the way you want to be treated. So that being said, uh, made this post on Instagram, just kind of remembering and talking about how, you know, I've worked with a bunch of different assistants and in almost every single one that has, you know, some type of experience in the field has experienced at some point that, you know, a dentist has like thrown an instrument at them or they've been in a situation where, you know, they got yelled at like in front of patients and that the reel itself, I, I was just kind of mind blown. I was like, wait, what? Like, you know, I'm, I believe it as much as I believe it's happened, I also can't believe that people would actually do that. And I'm not defending dentists. I think it was just more shock. So I posted that. I mean, it kind of went viral in this. I think it's over 400,000 views, but the comment section 
has over a thousand comments and it's dentists, uh, uh, dental assistants from like all over the, the world, I think. Yeah, it's all over the world um, who have experienced something like that. And they were sharing a situation where that had either happened to them or happened in the office that they have like, pre you know, that they've worked at. So to me, it was kind of mind blowing because I'm like, wait a minute, so this is happening, you know, not once, not twice, but, you know, this many times, it's almost just like, that is, uh, that's called normalization, right? And normalization of this abuse is, um, I mean, it's not okay. I, and, uh, and I was just blown away by how many people, um, have experienced it. it it's amazing to me, you know, whenever you first told me that story, I, I've heard it from so many assistants that I guess normalization is a really good word because not that it's okay but I've come to accept that it happens. And I've come mm -hmm. to accept that there are doctors out there who don't treat their team members properly, whether that's physically or mentally or verbally. Right. And so it, it's always interesting to me to see a, a doctor that has kind of has his or her eyes open to the fact that this is going on in a lot of practices. And then we sit back and go, gosh, wh why aren't we having more assistants around? Why, why are we having trouble filling positions? And, and I think there's a corollary effect. Oh yeah. It's like, you know, I think some of the assistants who have been in the game a lot longer, they've seen it. Some have found ways to kind of circumnavigate, or maybe they found ways to identify dentists who are, who are more prone to treating others this way. And, you know, I, I don't, I never like to generalize, but I think using the word most is fair. And it's, I would say from what I also just saw in the comments from, you know, so many assistants, um, it seems as though this was more normal behavior with like previous generations of dentists. And a lot of them seem to say a lot of the, the newer, younger dentists don't do that, um, which is awesome to hear. Uh, but I still think that it's something that has to be brought up because, and, and you know, it, it's not okay if this is happening. Let me just put that out there, right? It's not okay. Just because something happened to somebody else does not mean it is okay for it to happen to you. And just because that is, just, you know, if someone says, oh, well, that's just how that dentist is, because uh, I know that happens, that is also not okay. You know, um, dental assistants are, you know, the backbone of practices. Like, I always like to tell people, you know, if, if you don't respect your assistants and take the time to show them that appreciation, to let them eat, just let them know, you know, after, after a long day of work, just, just say thank you. Say, hey, that was, you know, good stuff today. Um, something, right? Because... It's if if you don't do that and all you're saying are the bad things when, you know, there's criticism and, 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 and people mess up and stuff, then it's not a healthy relationship. Right. Um, true. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you you mentioned it and I'm really glad you made that distinction because I, I agree with you. I think it is much more of the the dentist from a different generation. And, and I know that, that is a generalization, but the stories I've heard, I, I agree with what you said completely. And yet we see so many younger dental assistants who are coming in. This is their first experience. And sometimes there is that generational thing that we have to talk about a little bit whenever it's a, a younger person of this generation working with somebody who's been in here for a while and how those two actually mesh. And, and I'm, I'm curious, you know, from your perspective, how, how is it working with the different generations uh, in, in our practice and and where can some of this next generation find maybe some some common ground in here, uh, even though they may be uh, different thought processes? 
Yeah, I feel like, so what happened to me basically when I was first coming out, it's kind of funny because I'd worked with more experienced assistants and they would they would say, hey, you know, how do you, how do you like your setups? How do you like this? How do you like that? And I'm a young dentist and I'm just kind of like, I don't know, uh, however, <laughs> you know, however the, the other doctor does it, right? Because I was, at, you're, when you're young, you're malleable. And that doesn't matter if you're a dentist, you're an assistant, hygienist, whoever. Um and so what I realized is early in my career, I was almost kind of being molded and trusting of the more experienced dental assistants. Now that was good and it was bad. It was good because, you know, the ones who were great assistants and super knowledgeable, I mean, they like carried me and I was grateful for it. But then there were also situations where there were assistants who were more experienced than I was, but they didn't necessarily... They were kind of that type of assistant where it's like, you know, they had confidence, but like the way they were doing things didn't necessarily align with the ways that I kind of wanted things done. Um, so I actually kind of found myself in some situations where I felt weird speaking up and telling the assistant how I wanted something or, you know, that I didn't agree with with what they were saying. Um, so learning how to navigate that relate that doctor assistant relationship can be tricky but I would say more often than not, the respect was there when I treated them with respect first. Um, and then as opposed to trying to like assert myself, uh, you know, on them. But I think the way to find the balance, especially for assistants, you know, if you're, your, your question was basically like a younger assistant's working with an older doctor versus a younger doctor. Yeah. Um, my advice would be like, if it's an older doctor, you know, definitely like talk to the other assistants in the practice and just kind of get an understanding for what are the, are the expectations, right? Start there. Then I would also just say, try, like, don't be afraid to talk to the dentist, like talk to them and just ask them, Hey doc, would you mind if we spent a couple minutes, you know, either before work, during lunch, after work, just kind of going over, you know, X procedure, that way you hear it from the dentist exactly how they like it. And most dentists can articulate how they like it, right? Some may have outsourced it and just be like, oh, talk to, you know, the other assistant, talk to the lead or whatever. Cool. That's the way the practice works and that's the way the practice works. But sometimes there is no system, right? So if you just ask, chances are they'll tell you and then cool. Now you have the information. So now, now you just got to go execute. Communication's a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm telling you. I mean, no, no matter your age, communication is such an important thing. And you know what? When you were in Nashville uh, recently, and and we we met in person, you were part of a panel about influencers and social media and kind of this how things are going in terms of education whenever it comes to dentistry. Mm. And, and and I have heard from numerous assistants that they learn so much through TikTok, Instagram. You know, and I know that there are some people who kind of for lack of a better term, poo-poo that, thinking, oh, you can't learn through social media. And yet I know you have created such an opportunity for so many people to learn through social media. So I want I wanted to get your take about the value of education that you can pick up on social media. Yeah, I think it's super valuable. And I think this is one of those things where the gaps in traditional education uh, are being filled in, right, by social media education. Because, I mean, I'm sure you do it too, but it's just like you YouTube something. Like if you don't know how to do something, usually one of the first places you go to is YouTube, right? And and that is just a longer form of TikTok. It is a longer form of Instagram Reels. 
Instagram and TikTok are going to give you more of that bite-sized information. And I think it's, look, if, if it is somebody who you've been following and you trust, um, like, I don't think you should take the first thing that like, if something pops up on your feed and there's a tip that you've never heard of, you know, I'm not saying take it and run with it, but you know, maybe follow them, right? Follow them, watch them. Because if they are somebody who is intentionally putting out content to educate the public, like myself, um, you're going to see that. You're going to see tips, multiple tips. And then if you see it multiple times and you see different things, they're probably going to say stuff that you already know. They're probably going to say stuff that you don't know. Now you're like, okay, cool. You can kind of do reference checks. You know what I mean? Um, that's how I would kind of vet the end. You still, there's still a certain level of vetting, you know, um, like with anything in today's day and age. But I think there's tremendous value because social media has given so many people the ability to, um, you know, put out information that is just not really out there. And, and so many times people can label themselves as an expert. So I love that thought about following them and really making sure it's not a one hit wonder, or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it might be, you know, and, and you, you talked about intention at, at, in Nashville, you talked about the, why you do what you do on social media. And a lot of times, sure it's to build a business, but a lot of times you're really there to educate and help mm -hmm. people understand the various options that are out there whenever it comes to clear aligners. Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's um, it's always education, val and value first. You know, um, the 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 whole business side of it and and, and the the coaching program, you know, yeah, that's on the back end. But I mean, I've put out so much more information for free, I think, than I have in the paid course, right? Um, but that's kind of a model that a lot of people are following or are are doing online, and the rest of the community and the rest of the audience, those are the people who benefit, right? Because it's like, if you are dedicated to learning something, all the information is there and it's free. Like I say it all the time. Like if you want to learn how to do aligners, just you follow me for long enough, you'll learn how to do it. Cause I'm, I'm dropping the pearls. The program is, is the thing that is going to basically expedite it, right? It takes a lot of the effort and energy out. Um, and for some people, that's, you know, that's what they need and that's what they want because they value time and, you know, they don't have time to waste in that regard. But yeah, it's, um, it's awesome. And, and all this stuff is happening in under other industries. I was mentioning this in Nashville, but dentistry is, you know, it's obviously slow moving, but I mean, the, the snowball and the momentum is there. Like there, I follow people who like Steph Posture Pros, like she is a hygienist who has a ergonomics program that anybody can benefit from. And, you know, she also posts a lot of content on social media. So it's like, you could watch hers and like, could probably revamp your entire, like the ergonomics in your practice. Right. So it's like something that niche exists. Right. And, and it's cool to see for sure. You know, there, there's so many people that are, that are giving because they want to elevate the industry. Mm -hmm. if, I want to ask you one more question before we wrap up. And I want people to know about your clear liner course and, and yep. what you're doing there. But I'm wondering if you drop a pearl just for an assistant who's listening out there, what's what's one thing they need to know about becoming better with clear aligners or communication yeah. or what's what's one piece of advice you'd share about that? I think the one piece of advice would be um making sure that you're you're on the same page, right? Like understand what is the goal for this treatment. Like 
you know, and you can ask your doctor, like, are we treating, are we trying to do this in a cosmetic way or are we trying to do this to improve the oral health? Because I feel like when you understand the big picture and the end goal, everything else in between makes sense, right? Because for me, I teach from a perspective of, you know, I, I don't have like a fancy cosmetic practice. It's, it is, it is very much, you know, like working class individuals. And I teach from the perspective of like, hey, we're going to improve this patient's oral health by getting their teeth into a healthier position. Every team member in the office plays a role in that, right? Front desk gets to, you know, help figure out the way that the patient can, you know, financially afford it. Um, the assistant's job is to help with, you know, setting up, placing attachments, um, doing doing a lot more hands-on stuff, which I have found with the team members that I've worked with over the years, um, they love it. They love aligners because they get to do, they get to be a part of the transformation, right? They get to be hands-on. Um, and so that is, that's a, a one tip. Um, you know, another I would say is if there's a protocol, follow it. Like, okay, just follow it. Cause everything falls into place when there are protocols and when people follow them. Love that. Well, Again, you're, you're such a wealth of knowledge on social media. I want to make sure people know where they can follow you as well as where they can learn more about the Clear Aligner uh, courses that you have. Yeah. So uh, Instagram handle is doctor.avi, and that's doctor spelled out, D-O-C-T-O-R dot A-V-I. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel uh, that's also Dr. Avi. I have a video. I, I texted it to you. You could probably share it uh, on YouTube of just, you know, how dentists you know, to treat assistance. I think that one will be a fan favorite with the crowd. I'd definitely be sure to check that out. Um, and then finding out more of the course, uh, my website, clearaligneradvisor.co. Um, that's where a lot of information is there. Um, and for any assistants who are listening and, you know, if your dentist has expressed some interest in aligners or you guys are looking for a way to, you know, expand the procedures you do, um, you know, this is uh, point point your doc in this direction. I think it'll it'll be an easy way to to kind of help, and and it'll transform the practice. And I think everybody everybody wins in that regard. We're always looking for ways to get better and and find new adventures out there. So, Doctor Avi, thanks so much for being on, man. It's really it's been a pleasure, and and I I appreciate your view of how assistance and uh, and how important they are in the practice. Absolutely, can't can't live without them. I, I appreciate all the assistance I've worked with. And thanks again for having me on. Absolutely. And thanks to all of you who listened to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. Hey, make sure you're sharing that we are out there. Make sure that you're giving us those five stars, that thumbs up, whatever you want to do to let people know on social media that we're around to help you have a better day and a better career. Until next time, Kevin Henry, the host of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, wishing you nothing but the best ahead.